Greetings, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. I'm Tom Poulton, beaming out to you from the very, very sunny Sunshine Coast here in Australia, joined today by Stacey Brown-Randall. Stacey, very warm g'day from down under. Where are you hanging out? I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina in the States, so thanks for having me today. You're in Charlotte, North Carolina, and here I am in Charlotte Drive, Queensland, Australia. How about that, huh? It, it was meant comment. to be. Is it as pretty over there as it is here? It's very hot over here. Is really it ni 90 degrees? Yes. We were not prepared. Wow. That's amazing. And you're kind of only just at the cusp of summer. So a hot, hot right. summer to come, maybe. Um, folks, we'll get off the climate and geography and onto marketing. <laughs> Stacy teaches business owners how to generate referrals but not sort of in that stressful, ooh, I don't ask for referrals way. She teaches you how to generate them naturally without any manipulation, incentivizing, and get this, drum roll, without even asking. She's the award-winning author of Generating Business Referrals Without Asking and host of the Roundmap to Grow Your Business podcast. Title today, another drum roll please, is How to Generate Referrals Without Even Asking. Stacey, our seven minutes is going to start now. Question number one, who is your ideal client? Yeah, so typically they are small business owners in the professional services field. I talk about them being experts, right? They typically have a lot of acronyms or alphabet soup after their names. So think attorneys, CPAs, accountants, also real estate agents, interior designers, but they are experts in their field and they also have to learn how to bring in clients. Perfect. Thank you for that. And six and a half minutes left. Question two, why, how would you define the problem that you solve for these experts? Well, you kind of already said it in the intro, but it really is teaching people that there is a different way, a better way to generate referrals. And it can be done naturally, which is without that manipulation, without feeling like you have to incentivize indefinitely without ever mm. having to ask for those wow. referrals, that there is a better way. You just have to learn it. And when we're talking about asking for referrals, I mean, we kind of already all, all know we should be asking for them, but a lot of us feel awkward and uncomfortable about This is partly an answer to question number three, which is what are some of the typical symptoms that people are experiencing when they're facing this problem of asking for referrals? Would you add any other symptoms to that other than feeling it's a bit kind of icky? Six minutes left. Yeah, you know, it, at the end of the day, it's like we've been beat over the head, not just for decades, but for generations, that there is only a few ways to generate referrals, and you have to do it this way, and if you don't do it this way, then you just don't get any referrals, and those, right. we call them old school referral triggers, they're, you've got to ask, right, you've got to pay, you've got to be overly promotional and gimmicky, like put in your email signature, or the greatest compliment you can give me as a referral, right, or you have to network to know a ton of people, and the right. reality of it is, is those are tactics that work for some people. They're not the ones that work for the majority. And I always teach people is that you don't have to do it those ways, but you do have to recognize that there's work involved with generating uh -huh. referrals a different way. And I think that's the piece that people miss is like, they hate asking, so they do nothing. And that's right. the biggest mistake I see them making. And that is, that is question four is some of the common mistakes that people make. So they hate asking and so they do nothing, a big common mistake. Are there any other mistakes that you, we, you've talked a bit about, there's only a few ways to do this, you have to do it this way, but I don't comfortable with that, so I don't do it. Any other mistakes that you see people making other than the ones we've just mentioned? 
Yeah. If they don't know that there's a better way to generate referrals, they kind of take that ick advice, like the asking and being promotional and networking to know a ton of people, and they just modify it. Right. Uh, so they're like, oh, I'll just send out a monthly e-newsletter and that'll keep me in touch with my people who will want to refer to me. And that's not what triggers a referral at all. And so they miss kind of the basics of the psychology behind why referrals happen to begin with when they yeah. try to take that other old school advice and water it down just enough to work for them. They're really not doing anything that's going to generate them referrals. So then they just hope they happen. And that's the worst thing, of course, that we can do is just hope that someone will refer you, but it, and it's true because they are just, they're, they're lost really, because they're like, I don't want to do it this ick way, this uncomfortable, uneasy way, but there's, I don't know if there's anything else. So I'm stuck. So. Right. Sort of let's, let's pray marketing. Let's just <laughs> put it out to the universe. So let's flip this now. Question five, three and a half minutes left. One valuable free action that someone could take. Tell us more about how someone will get started with because you mentioned the word psychology with the right psychology and figuring out what the right method is for them. Give us a top tip. It might not solve the whole problem, but it might take them a step in the right direction. Three minutes left now that I've talked so much. Absolutely. So here's the thing to keep in mind. At the end of the day, when you're thinking about referrals, there is a, a brain science piece to it, psychology, sociology, and even behavioral economics. There's a science behind how we make referrals happen. But at the heart of it, like science is great and it's right, but at the heart of all of that says it's relationships. So the number one thing you can do, and I call it your low-hanging fruit strategy, the number one thing you can do is identify your current referral sources. If you're receiving referrals now, you need to identify your referral sources because once you identify who they are, you can start paying attention to how to go about generating referrals from them in a natural way. But you've got to know who they are. So I tell folks, get a list of your clients. And then maybe over the last couple of years, pull out a list of your clients and then determine how that client learned about you. Did they come through a, a Facebook ad? Did they meet you at a networking event? Were they referred to you by someone else? And look for those clients that were referred and then capture the referral source's name. And that will give you your list of referral sources. And it's an empowering step because when you know who, then you yeah. can start figuring out what you want to do. Perfect. Thank you. Great top tip. Two minutes left. Question five is, can we direct people to a valuable free resource that's going to help them more with this referral thing? The best place people can go is actually to take a nine-question quiz. We call it the Referral Ninja Quiz. You go to referralquiz.com, and it's nine questions that are going to help you figure out exactly what you are doing in terms of your level of ability to generate referrals without asking for them and to generate referrals naturally. And then based on where you land, and I'm going to guess you're going to land at the Referral Ninja beginner level, it'll also give you a roadmap of what you need to do to get to the master level, which is ultimately where I want oh. everyone to be. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So folks, that's if you're looking at the video, it's underneath this video, the link referral, it's R-E-F-E-R-R-A-L quiz, hope you know how to spell that, dot com. <laughs> and question seven, we got 65 seconds left. Stacey, what's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? You know, I think the big thing is, is when people are first hearing about, wait, I can get referrals totally differently than I've ever thought. This is amazing. The question that really needs to be asked is, well, then what are the results? Like what's actually happening and how long does this take to work and what does it look like? And I always tell folks when we are, when you're working with me, we're going to establish a goal of how many referrals you want to receive in a year based on where you are. And typically you can expect to double or triple your referrals from what you're averaging now in your first wow. year. And in reality, multiple years, though, I expect you to quadruple that number. So I have an attorney started with 12 referrals a year before they were, started working with me. 
We got them to 40 referrals in their first year, then 60, and then 70. And then last year, she got 82 referrals. And it's a sustainable piece of how she runs her business. She does it every year. It's a, it's a process. And she just executes on it every I year. I love that. It's sustainable. Uh, yes. What, wonderful. Um, Stacey, so much, thank you so much for your time. We're out of it, but I appreciate <laughs> your insights. Cheers. Thank you for having me. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.